This is the setting up for success series, LinkedIn account part two. Hi ladies, Alburn here. This is part two of the series called setting up for success. If you didn't listen to part one, you can access it um, with the link I've included in the um, article below. Today we will be delivering deeper info into your LinkedIn profile, where we will be covering groups, awards, interests, following other people, skills, and testimonials. Let me start with groups. Depending on your LinkedIn experience, you are probably already part of a group or some groups, um, but I encourage you to join as many as possible. You may or may not be aware of this, but each um, person who has an account with LinkedIn has the ability to connect to up to 50 groups, um, technically speaking. I know I'm, I'm part of more than 50, um, but 50 is sort of the, the accepted limit that LinkedIn has um, put on everyone. Um, so just be aware of that when you're joining groups. Um, groups are important because it allows you to focus on areas or people or potential prospects or potential employers um, that you can sort of hone in on and um, be a part of what they are interested in. So each group is based or even um, centered on a specific topic or niche. For example, there's a, a group available for social media marketing one that is for past employees or alumni of a university or college. Another one that can be alumni from a past job, for example. Um, we have all different kinds, for example, I'm part of one um, where we have women photo in photography. Um, so if it is you are interested in photography, you can join a group um, based on that particular hobby or um, if that is what you do full time, you can join that particular group as well. Others still that are part of, for example, in the sort of physical world, there are all of these um, corporate type groups, for example, I'll give you a typical one. There's one called um, Yorkshire Mafia. And what they do is they have all these people or businesses in Mafia who um, are part of this, let's call it a, a business network. Um, and because that business network actually exists in you know in the physical world, you can actually have a group on LinkedIn related to that particular um, interest. So people who belong to that network can join it online and then keep up with each other there. Um, just trying to think, there's a bit other things like people who want interested in jobs in Canada, for example, or jobs in Asia or APAC, jobs in China or you have people who want to do business in China, for example, um, not necessarily jobs only. So there are a whole lot of specific groups, niche groups, like there's groups around growth hacking, for example, um, groups around um, Facebook marketing, um, groups about people who are in LinkedIn and who want to connect with each other. Oh, there's so many of them. Um, and all I can advise you to do is choose wisely. Because whatever is posted in those groups would appear in your newsfeed. 
And if, you, if something that you really don't like or have no interest in, it's no point joining a group. Um, of course, you can sort of leave groups, but what's the point joining in the first place? But if it is that you have no interest and you find it annoying, then don't don't join that group, especially if it's stuff that you just have no interest in, interest in and doesn't inspire you in any way. Some of them, um, they you can just click join and you join automatically, but the vast majority of them, um, you have to ask to join and the actual moderator or owner of the group will then um, decide whether or not to include you in that group. Okay, so one of the, the key things about joining the group I mentioned a little bit earlier is um, being able to communicate with your peers, people who are, have similar interests in that particular area. So for example, if it is you're interested in doing business in China, you could join that group and you'd see other people who have um, interests in that particular um, area. And what I would advise you to do is when you, when you ask to join and they accept you into the group, is put a post and say thank you for you know be kind thank you for joining oh, sorry thank you for allowing me into the group or uh, um, connecting me to the group um, and then you can start uh, if it especially if you're an expert in that particular area for example you can start contributing to that group um, joining discussions um, uh, or even if it is you something that you want to learn because you're always an expert in it. I mean you couldn't be an expert in 50 different edges or 50 different areas, you can also ask questions to people who may be experts in that area and they will answer them there for you in the group. Okay, so let's look at awards. So if you've ever received an award in your lifetime and you would like to in include it on your LinkedIn profile, please do, but just make sure it's relevant and, and actually adds value to your particular profile. And I know some of you are going to you know, be raising your eyebrows and thinking or even going back in your head. Uh, or I don't know, I doubt there's anybody who ever, never, ever, ever in their life won an award. But, you know, you can go back in your mind and think, okay, go through, for example, your primary school, um, secondary school, college education, um, and then your first uh, job, second job, third job, etc. I know for a fact I was doing a bit of... Uh, decluttering there recently and I found a lot of certificates and awards that I had put together securely and obviously in moving house couldn't find them but I found them there recently and it's surprising because you know once you keep these things to hand um, I would I used to at one point include them in my CV and I've stopped including them um, I don't know for what reason I guess based on advice from someone else anyway um, so you can actually include those and for example i'll give you an example of a few of them i've come across so you could be the top performer in a particular area uh, you could have won scholarships to colleges or secondary school or whatever it is you could have won a, a bronze award for you know something i know from one i did one for a bronze award for customer experience um you can have gotten a student of the a student of the year award, which I know for a fact I got. I have a trophy. I've never posted it anywhere online. I just um, just thinking about it. Just never occurred to me to do it, but you know it's something I can actually do and put and post on my uh, LinkedIn profile. You could have gotten a top contributor award. 
um, the most all-rounder award. I got to love those um, during my primary and secondary school. I remember doing very well. Uh, you could be part of sorority clubs. So if especially if you're um, a 4.0 GPA or um, got first class honors in a particular field or subject or whatever it is that you did, some sort of a sort of informal or formal um, education, uh, just you know, don't forget to include those. Uh, sports awards. So if it is apart from you know education and work, you are, for example, a rower and your team won um, an event or even if you're running in the Olympics or marathon runner or whatever it is, do include those awards because they speak volumes to um, people who you will be asking to connect into your network. And then finally, last but not least, um, uh, world records. If it is you've been, you know, I have friends who've participated in uh, world record events uh, where they, they won, um, for example, the most people in a particular area wearing flat caps, for example. It just goes to show um, potential employers or people who you do want to do joint ventures with that you are a go-getter and you are willing to go the extra mile um, to get uh, stuff done. Okay, and that obviously list is not exhaustive. You can probably think of many, many others that I haven't actually mentioned here um, in that list that I've given you there. Now, next up, we have on the list uh, uh, interest. So I mentioned about um, interest in terms of groups, but there are another, another section LinkedIn called um, where you can follow companies or follow, follow um, uh, different, uh, what do you call those, um, influencers. Uh, in network influencers that you know who you would admire, for example, the likes of Bill Gates or um, Richard Branson. I follow them because I want to see what's happening, what it is, you know, what's happening in the world, what they're talking about, what they're doing next, what people are interested in, uh, what other people, like for example, you have other people who would follow the likes of um, Bill Gates or. Um, Steve Jobs, well, not necessarily Steve Jobs anymore, but uh, Richard Branson, um, you can think of lots of others, Gary Buchinger. Um, you can think of many, many other people who inspire you. And there's also in, in companies, because in LinkedIn there are groups, there are companies, there are people. So don't be afraid to follow companies. If you're interested in company, for example, Slack.com is one company I, I, I admire. I'm not too sure how they will pan out in the future, but um, you can follow them. And then anything that they post, any news updates, you'll see it appear in your feed. Don't underestimate the power and the importance of following companies, people, um, influencers that you find interesting, uh, or those that inspire you. Um, so you can also do things like causes, um, put on causes, um, hobbies, because sometimes you have hobbies on there that you can, um, you know, you have hobbies, like for example, I mentioned photography. So you have someone who is really good at photography and, you know, you admire, you can follow them. Anything that they post then would show up there. Artists, um, people who make a difference, people who are inspiring. Um, you have also, uh, the likes of um, 
people who you admire, their management style. For example, um, Jeff, you know, the, the CEO of LinkedIn, he has an interesting managing style for me, so I follow him. Um, people who you want to watch, you know, up and coming uh, people who, or companies who you think would be uh, very successful because of the, their business idea and their innovation or and or the innovation. We also have trendsetters. We have people who set trends. They don't, not only they're up and coming, they've been probably in the industry for probably 10 years, but they continue to um, innovate and be the leader in their particular vertical. So you can follow them as well. Next up, we have skills. Um, I have no idea how long this feature will be available on LinkedIn, but skills can be important to let people know what you are good at as well as to show you what areas your strengths lie in and where you need to improve. Because you know you can't be good in everything. And possibly in the future you wanted to um, get into change career or get into specialize into a different area. Um, so and you probably see from your skills set that you've listed that actually you need to add one or two other skills so that potential employers or potential people who um, would like to do joint ventures with you can find you on LinkedIn. Again, there's a maximum limit here of 50, 50 skills. I don't see why you would need more than 50. But um, as you know, in life, we in life we go through seasons in different seasons in our life. Just like how there are seasons in um, in the world, in different parts of the world, like you know, you have autumn, spring, winter, summer. Our lives, we go through different seasons, time to have children, time to um, to focus on career, a time to probably go on a retreat. So your, your life goes through different seasons um, as lessons to teach you about yourself. So as you're going through different seasons, as it were, in your life, don't forget to check every month or every quarter to make sure that the skills that you have listed on your LinkedIn profile actually represents what it is, how you you view, how you've grown um, over the last year, for example. So what you were, or what your skills were 10 years ago, or what you thought was important, may not be important 10 years later because you've grown and matured um, in different areas of your life, emotionally, physically, um, education, you know, spiritually, for example. And what you view as your skills today may not be the same skills that you had 10 years ago. So constantly look at that and update it. Um, other ones you would like to be endorsed for, um, be true to yourself. Um, move them around you know, once a month because you know the ones at the top are the ones that people would find you when they do a search on LinkedIn for someone who is, for example, good at sales or marketing or whatever it is they are good at. You, yours would come up in the list of um, people who, in that, based on the amount of endorsements that you get. For example, you can get a hundred and something in, uh, people endorsing you for a particular skill like coaching. And that would be rated much higher than someone, other people who've rated you, like five different people who've rated you for um, consulting, for example. If you, if you get at me. So there's a bit of a stack ranking happening there. So you appear more if you have more people endorsing you for a particular skill. Um, see who has endorsed you and thank them for it. 
it's a better way to a very good way to stay in contact with the people who are connected to you. And finally, we have testimonials. So I can probably picture the cringe on your face thinking, oh, do I have to? But it really, really helps your profile um, seeing that, okay, you have all of these things that you've said that you're good at, but then other people endorse you, for example, in the skills area, and then they actually give a testimonial and say, you know, you, this particular person was good, a good team player, or, you know, whatever it is that they found that you were good at, it speaks, again, volumes, so that people can see, ah, well, another person has actually come out and said that this um, particular a uh, person is really good at what they do um, in, you know, a particular area or skill set. And just to get you rolling, start with your friends. Um, friends that you grew up with, you went to school with, um, friends that work, you can start with a current, your current environment. So people who you work with right at the moment, your current manager, colleagues, um, people who you work with in other departments that you support, that kind of a thing, you know, start with them and then go to previous bosses. So one of the key things when you've left a company is not to burn the bridges because you need a reference sometime in the future. So just ensure that you, you know, once you haven't burned the bridges, you can go back to those previous bosses and ask them for a testimonial or some sort of recommendation. Uh, then you have coaches and mentors, people who have had a really profound influence in your life, giving you really good advice on taking a job or applying for this or doing that, you know, ask them to give you a recommendation. Um, and then we have obviously um, colleagues from college and then especially, um, obviously, graduate, postgraduate, uh, undergraduate and then postgraduate um, colleges, you ask them, ask them for um, a recommendation based on, you know, you know, working with them um, as a team on a particular project, um, etc. You know, really, really take advantage of that. And that's it. We've come to the end of that. I hope you've found that very, very uh, useful. Uh, and hopefully from here, here on, you can, you know, be proud of your, your LinkedIn profile and uh, other people who you'd like in your network would find attractive. Um, next time, we're going to be looking at growing your network. So don't miss the next, next episode in this particular series uh, because you're going to be looking at how you can effectively grow your network um, and get it to be as, as big as you want it to be. So talk to you until next time. Talk to you then and enjoy the rest of your day and week. Bye for now.